Hello, and welcome to the new edition of Improbable Things. I started a podcast called Improbable Things a few years ago, and it just eventually fizzled out. It was on my Patreon, and when I heard about this app, I thought I would give it a try and try just doing something new and different um, and kind of resurrect the podcast. So the title, Improbable Things, is from a kind of a combination of two different quotes. Um, one of them you're probably familiar with in Through the Looking Glass, the sequel to Alice in Wonderland. The Red Queen tells Alice that sometimes she has believed as many as six impossible things before breakfast. And um, there's a quote also that I love from Rod Serling, the creator of The Twilight Zone, where he says that uh, fantasy is the improbable made possible and science fiction is the impossible made probable. And I absolutely love just how succinct that quote is and how it demonstrates the difference between fantasy and science fiction. And so since I'm more of a science fiction fan, I thought that I would um, change the believing the six things before breakfast into improbable things. And so what I'm going to try to do uh, in each episode is just uh, give you a list of six thoughts about either writing or science fiction. It could be just a single thought or it could be that I go on for a little while about a topic. Um, But there's going to be six things and they likely will be before breakfast because that is the best time for me to find quiet before all of my babies wake up. Um, I have three daughters, if you don't know, and they are ages three, almost two, and four and a half months. So they're all asleep right now. So I'm going to try to get this started and just um, see where it goes from here. Not sure how often it'll be, um, but I'm just going to give it a try. So I want to get started on these six improbable things that I have for you today. And uh, the first, number one, I wanted to say that I am going to try to do NaNoWriMo National Novel Writing Month this year. It has been several years since I did it. I did it successfully twice, I believe. And then I've done various versions of it a few other times where uh, maybe I didn't work all on one project, but on different projects, or maybe I got a lot of the way through but didn't finish it but it's been at least a few years since I did it at all let alone successfully so going to try to do it this year should be interesting thankfully I am a very fast writer so um we'll see if I can manage it with all these babies to take care of uh number two so the idea that I'm going to use for Nano this year is a story idea that I've kind of been percolating in my mind for years honestly I've even started it a couple of times The first time that I started it, I was really unhappy with it and scrapped it. And then the second time I was a little more happy with it um, and wrote, honestly, only it was a few pages, I think. But I am going to probably start over um, because it's just, I'm still not completely thrilled with it. But I have been just kind of thinking, it's honestly been on my mind off and on for, I want to say, at least five years, maybe six Uh, And I'm just ready to get some of it down. Even if I don't successfully complete NaNo, I want to work on getting this story out of my head and onto paper or computer, as the case may be. Uh, And number three, one way that I'm going to try to do that is a way that I've written, I think, maybe a couple of my books. I'm trying to remember. I think either two or three of them I've written this way, which is out of order. Normally, I do write 
in order, beginning to end, but I find that with certain stories, it is just more helpful for me to go ahead and write down the parts that are already in my head, especially if I do have a lot of scenes that I've already been thinking about for a long time. Um, it can be kind of helpful to start there. And since I haven't had much luck starting at the beginning with this story already in the past, um, I may try to do that. So usually what that looks like is I'll end up with a collection of several scenes that are very interesting to me that have been on my mind for a long time that I've practically already written in my head. And then later I have to go and fill in the gaps. Um, the only problem with this is that a lot of times that will mean that you're writing all the most boring parts kind of together. <laughs> Not that any part of a story should be boring, but some parts are going to come easier or be more interesting to me personally. So uh, usually then that means you're kind of having to fill in the gaps and you've written all the parts that excited you at the beginning. Um, so that's why I've usually avoided doing that. But uh, like I said, I have done it a couple times and it has actually worked pretty well because it actually does help me sometimes then come up with those later parts because it becomes more like connecting the dots um, that are already there. And uh, I feel like sometimes it can help make the story even more cohesive because, you know, instead of starting at one place and it may kind of change course along the way, like I said, you have several dots that you can kind of connect together. So I think I'm going to try to do that. So we'll see how that goes. I'll try to keep you all updated. So number four, before I do that, I want to finish up my current book, which I've been working on for way too long. And that is Firmament Eleftheria, number seven in the Firmament series. It's been, I guess, a couple of years since a Firmament book came out. And I have been writing this one before that one was even finished. So it has been a long time. And like I said, I've had some babies in between then and now. So that definitely keeps me busy and makes it harder to not, not only find time for writing, but when I do have time, usually my brain is tired and doesn't really particularly want to write. Uh, but I am just tired of not making writing a part of my life. So I want to find out what that looks like, even if that does mean just a few minutes a day or, you know, just a certain small portion of words or something, um, that's what I want to do. So I've been working on finishing this book up. Obviously, I only have a few more days, especially since we will be out of town this weekend. Um, but there's only about a chapter and a half left on this book. And so I'm going to try to finish that up, get it out to some readers and start moving forward on publishing it. And I am really excited about this book. And I think it will, it has some things in it that I think will be really exciting for some of the, uh, readers of the previous books in the series. So hopefully I can finish that. So that's kind of uh, all the things I have to say about my current writing. Uh, so number five, I thought I'd talk a little bit about my currently reading and a few thoughts about it. So right now I'm reading Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand and it is a huge book. If you haven't seen it, it's absolutely enormous. It's actually three books and not only is it really thick, but the pages, at least in my edition, I mean, the, the pages are full of text that is pretty small. So it's a massive book. But since I'd already met my goal for the year, I've already read more than 50 books this year. I thought, why not break out the long books since I don't have to worry about my count so much. So um, I am reading Atlas Shrugged and I am very struck by so far, I'm about halfway through, 
how many similarities it has to modern society. And I think that right now a lot of people are making a lot of references to 1984 and George Orwell, and I actually read that book earlier this year, and that I agree. There's a lot of similarities from from that for sure. I haven't heard as many people talk about Rand and Atlas Shrugged. In fact, I haven't really heard anyone talking about it or making references to some of the similarities. And I think that's probably because Atlas Shrugged is about 10 times longer than 1984. <laughs> and it's not on, you know, the school required reading lists and all that. So I don't think as many people have read it. But I think the, they're very different in the sense, not only the length, but 1984 I found very depressing to read. It's a very dirty, everyone's very depressed. <laughs> like, it's, it's not pleasant to read. And there's not as much of a plot. Atlas Shrugged has a lot of mystery components and interesting, you know, things going on. And it is, I really like the writing style a lot more. It's more, um, I don't know, she's a very skilled writer. Her prose is good. Um, and I'm enjoying reading it. The similarities, though, are that uh, they are both completely godless and materialistic. And I have many, many different conclusions than either of them. Uh, but they both, Orwell and Rand, I feel like have very, or they had very acute insight into humanity and society and where things were going and where things would go. Um, cause both of them were written decades and decades ago. And a lot of these things are coming to fruition now. So I will probably have more thoughts on Atlas Shrugged when I am finished with it. Um, but I just wanted to, I've kind of had that on my mind, some of the similarities and differences between Atlas Shrugged and 1984 and what's going on today. So might come back to that later. So number six, this was actually going to be the next episode of my podcast back when I originally did it before I, um, ended up kind of abandoning it. And, uh, but it's still a topic that I think it's been maybe three years since I stopped that podcast. And yet this has still been on my mind. So I thought, why not cover it as just one of the things on this new podcast. And if you hear sound in the background, that's because they are working on the roofs at our apartment. And apparently they're working on the building right next to us right now. So I can hear trucks and working going on in the background. So sorry about that. Um, but anyway, so the topic I wanted to cover for my sixth thought was actually about the Maze Runner books and movies. So back when the first Maze Runner movie was coming out, I decided to read the book first. And I read the book and did not care for it. I loved the idea, but I thought the writing was pretty awful, honestly. And then I watched the movie and thought the movie was a lot better, actually, because you don't have the writing style component of it. Um, it's really just the plot and characters, and they did a great job with those. So uh, then I ended up reading the second book, which kind of was even worse in my opinion. The plot, in addition to the writing not being very good, the plot became a little more rambling, and, and the characters were very inconsistent, etc. Then I saw the second movie, and it was a lot different from the book. Um, had almost a, 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 well, it had a very different plot, and then the ending was so different, I didn't even see how they could continue on in the same strain. Like, the, the, the ending was just basically a completely different thing. So, that was interesting. Well, then I read the third book, 
and the third book, in my opinion, was just the worst. The writing was still awful. The um, plot was even more rambling. The characters were even more inconsistent. And it was became clear to me that there wasn't a lot of editing done, or at least not a lot of feedback, because there were things that I felt like having another pair of eyes look at would have fixed. Like, there were even things where just the way that the author names certain things, like he has certain, you know, parts of society that are infected that they call the cranks. And he would say like, yes, there's a place where all the cranks live and we call it the crank place. Like I was almost laughing out loud because it was, it was just that ridiculous. And then it was just bizarre. I didn't care for the book at all. Well, then I watched the movie and honestly, I loved it. The third movie was a completely a hundred percent different story. Many characters ended up in completely different ways. Like it was just a different story and a much, much better one. Like I really enjoyed it. It was a night and day different experience from the book to the movie. Um, and in the opposite way that it usually is, right? Usually notoriously books are better than movies. So anyway, I did a lot of thinking about why this was, and I honestly, honestly, uh, well, of course, I obviously have no insight into the making of the book or the movie. I don't know any of the people involved, and I haven't even really looked into it too much. But my theory on that is that when you make a movie, you have so many people involved. You have writers, you have producers, you have the director, you have a lot of people coming together to make it, and I really feel that that was a potential weakness um, of the books is that if he may not have had a lot of people speaking into it because of the success of the earlier books. Um, again, I don't know this for sure, but it seems likely to me that a publisher might not be as hard on him because they know the book's going to sell well and it might not get a lot of, you know, third party feedback. Whereas with the movie, you're just automatically going to get that uh, because you have a lot of people coming together and where one person's blind spot may be filled in by someone coming along and saying, Hey, this would really be better if we did this. And you know, you have different viewpoints that can come together and make something better. So, uh, that was the thought process that I went along after reading and watching that. And it really reinforced for me the need to have feedback for my stories, to have people that can come in and look at it and see things that I haven't seen and say, here's where there's a weakness. Um, and that can just help me make the story stronger and can help fill in where I'm lacking. And, um, that is why we need beta readers and editors and kind of coming back full circle. I am really looking forward to getting Firmament Eleftheria out to some of my beta readers. I've actually already talked to some people about it. So really excited about that. And I hope they will be able to make it a better book than the Maze Runner books. So that's it for today. Um, thank you for listening and uh, we'll see moving forward just how this goes, how, how often I decide that I'm able to do it. Um, I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be a great way for me to share with uh, people some of my thoughts um, in a way that is more, you know, is practical for me and my limited time. Um, so again, thank you. And I hope that you all have a great day and stay improbable. Bye.